You are listening to DSA Today, a monthly podcast from the UK Direct Selling Association. We will be providing all of the relevant news, research and insights from people and companies who operate in the direct selling industry. This is the industry that gives people access to a useful extra income or an entirely new career. This is the DSA Today podcast and your host is David Lilly. Well, I wish I could say it was a warm welcome to the Direct Selling Today podcast for February 2018, but it's not warm at the moment. My part of the United Kingdom here in Derbyshire is pretty much gridlocked with snow and blizzard-like conditions. Local schools are closed and only people with a robust four-wheel drive vehicle are braving the elements. But that doesn't stop us bringing you another super podcast from the UK Direct Selling Association. My name is David Lilly, and I'm the monthly host of Direct Selling Today, and this includes some of the recent interviews we've done with award-winning direct sellers from the United Kingdom. Why not take some time to seek out some of these podcasts, which are full of evidence of how this industry can help people to earn a worthwhile extra monthly income, to create a work-from-home business, and in some instances to even carve out an exciting new and lucrative career. In previous editions of the Direct Selling Today podcast, we brought you some superb interviews with some of the most prominent figures here in the UK direct selling sector. This had included the likes of Bob Parker from Forever Living Products, Io Alessande from Salad Master, Clive Norton from Cambridge Weight Plan, the Director General of the DSA from here in the UK, lovely lady by the name of Linda Mills, to name just a few. We've also interviewed people from outside the industry, the likes of Nick Pigeon, Nick is a best-selling author with a huge female following around the world. And for today's podcast, I'm delighted to bring you an interview with another award-winning professional, this time Claire Cahill, who won the prestigious Executive Coach of the Year Award in 2016. She's also the author of her own book, How to Ignite Your Team for Peak Performance. I commenced my interview with Claire by asking her about her life and career background. Okay, so um, I was born and bred in Worksop back in 1974 and always sort of strive to be the best that I can be. So when I left school in 1990, I started working for a large financial institution and I've worked for them for the last 25 years, progressing really well with my career and, and fulfilling a leadership role by the time I was 24. I've been married to Martin since 2007, so for the last 11 years this year, we've got um, three boys who were very full on at times. So my stepson, Adam, who's 16, George, who's 10, and Henry, who's 7. And um, I've had my own coaching business, Ascendo Coaching, since 2012. And I set that business up after having a bit of a confidence crisis after being on maternity leave with Henry. Okay, so quite a long career, experience inside a corporation, which I think is really important. And then you talked on talked about a confidence crisis you know interestingly the direct selling industry which this podcast's for you know there's countless number of people that i interview who who refer to themselves of having had a defining moment something changed in their life they reached a tipping point where they felt they needed to do something different and they turned to the direct selling industry to help them do that so with that in mind claire what sort of coaching is it that you do that's kind of relevant to people like that Okay, so I spend time with people on a one-to-one basis. 
helping them find their passion, achieving their dreams, finding that inner confidence and setting out plans to achieve the goals. But I also work with teams as well, because what I've found from my time in the corporate world is when people start to underperform, predominantly it's because their confidence and self-esteem is quite low and that's impacting on their performance. So I spend quite a lot of time um, working with people in that situation, helping them find that inner strength again to be their brilliant best on a daily basis. And so I I tend to work with anybody who is wanting to grow and aspire to be their best on a daily basis, as well as working with leaders and their teams. So a real mixture, essentially. I mean, I know you refer to yourself as an executive coach, but what I'm hearing, Claire, is what you do can work equally well for an individual, but also for a team. And of course, within the network marketing industry specifically, there's a big team mentality. It's all about working as a team. What knowledge do you have in the circles that you mix of the varying different network marketing companies that are out there? Well, I've worked with some teams within the network marketing industry, and I've had sort of like the senior leaders of those teams contact me because they've wanted help to inspire and motivate their downline. So I've sort of done team training as well as individual one-to-one training and coaching. And that's really benefited them to get the right mindset, to identify what motivates them and what brought them to network marketing in the first place and really to help them understand their why. And once they've understood their why, those teams have then seen a shift in the products that they're promoting to their consumers. Absolutely. It's fascinating, isn't it? I hear that term a lot when people say, what is your why? I often ask people, what is your life philosophy, which is a really searching question because, you know, very few people can answer that one off the cuff. They have to go away and think about it. But certainly the question, what is your why? Is that something, Claire, that you're able to uncover or help them uncover in what you do? I know one of the things that you do is some sort of personality profiling, for want of a better term. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I'm... um qualified to do disc personality profiling now there's lots of different personality profiling um, systems out there so people have typically heard of Myers-Briggs there's insights there's Tetra map and what disc is it's just a simpler version and looks at normal behavior traits that are environment led so for example people will typically be either outgoing or reserved, there'll be people or task and the personality, the disc personality profiling helps me get to know them in minutes rather than months so that I can then have effective um, conversations with them and use their language um, and that um, everybody who's had a personality profiling done has actually said that is me no question about it. That is me in a tin and it helps them identify what their strengths are and how they can play to those strengths on a regular basis, but also what the potential blind spots are and if they choose, how they could then maybe use a coach like me to help them develop those particular areas to change particular behaviours that 
they might have that might not be helpful um, and turn them into more helpful behaviours that will be made, enable them to be more successful. It's fair to say, isn't it, Claire, for all of us, that when we actually truly understand ourselves and we understand you call it what our why is, you know, ultimately what drives us and what makes us want to get out of bed in the morning and what motivates us to actually do what we do. It's a fascinating, it's a revelation, isn't it? The fog lifts and all of a sudden you can go about yeah. trying to achieve your objectives because you've finally understood what you're about. That's right. So in terms of goals and objectives, Claire, within the network marketing sector, once again, you know, I know that there's a big focus on these individuals being asked to consider what it is they really want to achieve in their life. What methods do you actually use and recommend that people use to map out these goals and objectives? Yeah, so one of the um, tools that I really like to do is, is mind mapping. And with my clients, I get them to do three separate mind maps. So what do they want to be? What do they want to do? And what do they want to have? And it's just a great opportunity for them to almost brain dump all of the thoughts that they're carrying around and uh, giving them permission to have no limitations. So really opening the minds to if time wasn't an issue, if um, there were no barriers, what would we be, do and have? And what would we see, feel and hear to enable them to connect with that vision? Um, that then enables them to sort of start to flesh out on a vision board what the year might want to look like or what the next five years might want to look like. And that enables me then to do a business wheel with them. So looking at all aspects of their life or the business and identifying where they might be on a scale of one to ten with ten being this is my ideal situation I've achieved my goal I've got everything that I want to be do and have and I and I can see feel and hear it and once they've done that business wheel they'll then start to identify so what are the goals now that I need to set in each of those different areas um, and we'll start to action plan because what I found with my clients is, is that once they start working on one area of the business it's like a domino effect and it has a knock-on effect all the way around so for example if somebody is really struggling with their marketing strategy they might say well actually I only do that 20% of my time, so I'd rate that as a 2 out of 10. They may then set goals to put a plan in place to have an effective marketing strategy where they then commit to that. And as a result of having that marketing strategy, they then get more clients. More clients then increases the amount of money that they make in the business that then increases their freedom to do whatever it is that they want to do with, with their freedom, whether that be having more holidays, um, spending more time with the family. And that's what I mean by it has a knock-on effect on the business wheel. What I like about what you're describing, Claire, and I'm sure certainly the leaders who are listening to this and people who are ambitious who are listening to this, there's clearly a science and a methodology behind what you do. And I think that's really important because, you know, there are so many coaches out there and you know, I read some of the blogs. I know some of these coaches that are out and about there. You know, and I, and I know a lot of what they do is more about sitting down and having a, a chat and quite informal. 
your approach seems to be a lot more structured, which I think is what is necessary when you're working with certain kinds of people. Would you agree with that? Yeah, totally agree. Um, I've had some clients that prefer the fluffy, soft approach, and that's what's right for them. And I've had other, you know, a lot of my clients have said, actually, I want to spend time getting to know me because once I understand myself, I can then understand others and I can then start to plan how I want to move forward because if I start to move forward, my team will then start to move forward. And I'm a firm believer that any change has to start with you as an individual and you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what is it that I'm good at that I need to do more of? And what is it that I maybe need some help and support with and I need to develop to enable me to grow and who can I ask for that help and support to move me forward? Yeah, and what I like about structure, Claire, is that, of course, when people are paying a coach like you for your time, which is obviously what they have to do, the clock's ticking, isn't it? And I think for them to have a plan and to have a structure, it means they're just extracting better value for their expenditure, for their investment in having a coach. Right. Now, we've already talked about teams of people and how the network marketing industry is full of them. Walk me through some of the activities that a team can do to be more effective together. Okay, well, one of the first things is, is if you're working in a team, it's great to do the DISC personality profiling and identify what the different traits are within your team. And it's quite interesting that if you have all of the same personality traits in a team, the likelihood is you'll all go off the cliff together because there'll be nobody to bring you back. So it's always good to have different personalities in your team. Those people that are very outgoing, influential, inspiring storytellers, but also those that are maybe a little bit more reserved and like to dot the I's, cross the T's, make sure that they're compliant in everything that we do. So opposites attract and you need opposites in a team, but you also need peas in a pod as well and, and people who are like each other and can can feed each other so by doing the the personality profiling will it will help you identify what gaps are maybe missing in your team and that will help people in network marketing then to go out and search for the for the right people to fill those gaps in the team Um, and once you've identified those traits it's then how do you play to those people's strengths to get the best out of them I also look at um, a SWOT analysis, so getting teams to identify strengths within the teams, but also what weaknesses they have in the teams, but then viewing those weaknesses as, okay, then, so what opportunities have we got to play to strengths, but that will also develop those weaknesses, and what potential threats have we got in the team, and how do we then eliminate those threats? to enable us to be as successful as we possibly can be. I always encourage my team to keep a journal so to so that then they can celebrate the successes that they've had in the day, but also be completely open and honest with themselves about what challenges they've faced and how they've maybe overcome those challenges or maybe what help and support they need to overcome those challenges. And not being afraid then to discuss that within the team so that the team can celebrate those challenges but also be that support to help um, with any obstacles that they might be facing. 
Um, I also look at motivators. So again, to understand what motivates people within the team. So is it freedom? Is it independence? Is it recognition and achievement? Is it money? So that then, once you know those motivators, you can then um, play to those motivators to make sure that those needs are being fulfilled within your teams. And I also like to look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So if there's any sort of disengagement in a team, it will be understanding, well, why, again, coming back to the why, why are you still doing what you're doing? And is it just for safety and security? And how do you get to that place of belonging and having high self-esteem and then being a high flyer? So again, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a good tool to use just to identify where people are in your team and identify if there is any disengagement at all. What I love, I just sat here listening to you, Claire, what I love about you, and, and I've touched on it already, is just the total structure and the thought process that you're going into and people that are listening to this will immediately begin to think, ah, oh, okay, here we've got a lady that really comes into this and really identifies what our needs are as a team and works with us or as an individual. And one of the things that you've touched on which I think will be invaluable within network marketing is there are teams, they do have a vested interest in helping each other, and that's a vested financial interest often in that, you know, one a member of a downline, the upline benefits financially from the success of that downline. But there are teams where there are people that, let's say, were especially strong at recruitment, and then there are other members of the team that are not so good at recruitment, but when they do manage to recruit someone, are very good at actually guiding that person through the steps and getting them active and getting them earning money. So I think a lot of what you do would help a team to better understand what's going on beneath the surface. And and when you understand something, when you can prescribe what's actually happening, you can replicate it more, can't you? Yes, that's right. Now, in any business, Claire, and I'm sure you know because you run your own business, there are setbacks and challenges. That's just life. It's inevitable. What mindset advice can you offer to people to navigate them through these challenging times? Well, I'm a firm believer in having a positive mental attitude. Um, failure is not an option for Claire Cahill. So any challenges that I face, I have the mindset that this is a lesson that needs to be learned and what can I learn currently from this challenge and if I have any negative thoughts I sort of capture them in my journal so it's almost like catching butterflies in a net let's catch all the negativity and then let's sit down and reframe those negative thoughts into positive thoughts that are actually empowering rather than limiting and I think it's really really important that you hang out with positive people and people who have a um, like-minded mindset because they will then give you energy rather than zap you of your energy and, it, and it's okay to admit that you've got challenges but view it as this is an opportunity to learn and grow and it's a lesson. Yeah it's really interesting Claire I've, I'm helping a young lady at the moment and she's really driven you know probably I would say one of the most driven people I've met in recent years in terms of work ethic and really putting in the time into developing what it is she's trying to do but surrounding her are a couple of what I call naysayers or negative people that are really close to her actually I won't go into the detail but yeah. they're, we they're weighing her down with with comments such as I don't think you can do it and they're planting the seeds of doubt in her mind and so far she's doing a brilliant job at overcoming them 
how often do you uncover that in your coaching? How often do clients feed that back to you that they've got kind of a, maybe a husband or a wife or a mum or a dad that are actually discouraging them from following their dreams? Yeah, I find that all the time. I don't think I've had one client where that hasn't been uncovered in a short space of time and that then enables me to have a great coaching session all around limiting beliefs. And one of the things that I do is I get my clients to go away and over a period of time, whether that be a week, two weeks or four weeks, so in between each coaching session, is to capture all the negative beliefs that they hold about themselves or negative statements that others make and then they bring it back to the next coaching session and we start to explore what the impact of that negativity is having on that individual and to give them strategies to overcome that negativity. So an example that I've got is one client um, that I'm working with is setting up a new business. She's got a best friend that regularly tells her you're not going to be successful your shops you know you, you'll never open your shop and what she's done now is said well thank you very much and time will tell and she's just completely dismissed the negativity and the best friend now doesn't know what to do or say and my client has just grown in confidence and so much so that she's decided to give up her full-time job because she is putting her heart and soul into opening this shop. And that has been the power of just one coaching session, looking at all those negative people in her life and giving her strategies to deal with those people. And often, you know, Claire, and again, I'm sure you see this, the most negative people are often the ones that they have an employee mindset. They never want to work for themselves. They don't want to stray away from uh, the safe harbor. They don't want to go and catch the trade winds and explore and travel and, and experience the best of the world. And there's not necessarily anything wrong with that, but there is something wrong with trying to slash the sails and take away the energy from someone that does want to drive on and achieve things with their life. That's right. And I think that negativity sometimes, well, more than often says more about the other person rather than those that are wanting to fulfill the dreams. Indeed, indeed. Now, we've touched a little bit on the direct selling industry already. And I know you've had clients from within the industry and certainly some of the network events I've seen you at is usually populated with people from various different direct selling organizations. I know that you're not involved necessarily with direct selling, but it's something that I think you admire. And what is it that you admire about it the most, Claire? I think what I admire about it is the fact that the people who work in network marketing industry have the freedom to work around the families. They're very committed. They have the opportunity to earn more money, but to grow themselves and others. And Every single person that I've spoken to who's involved in network marketing has this positive mental attitude and is very clear about what they want to achieve in life and why they do what they do. And everybody that I've spoken to, it's around having freedom, whatever freedom means to them, whether it be financial freedom, freedom to spend more time with family, um, freedom to do the things that they want to do rather than um, 
being shackled, I suppose is the best word, by other companies or other people. Yeah, I think that's a very fair synopsis, and certainly the thing I admire about it the most is those that genuinely, truly pursue that work-life balance. You know, they want to work from home. They want to put on the pyjamas and do three hours' work without leaving the house. They want to be the mum or the dad at the school gate. You know, they want to take eight weeks' holiday a year. You know, yeah. th- things things like that. There's a, there's a huge amount to be said for that in this very busy world that we all live in now where um, it's so demanding. So... Moving on to your book, I can talk to you all day, Claire. We've been talking now for nearly a half an hour. It's a subject, you clearly know your onions, and it's a subject that we could go on and talk about for a long, long time. But I don't want to take away all your secrets, because I know you've got your own book. Tell me about that book, what it's about, and how can people benefit from reading it? Okay, so my book is about empowering employee engagement, how to ignite your team for peak performance. And it's my own story of how I took nine disengaged employees on a journey of self-discovery with the objective of um, reigniting them within their role or allowing them to leave their role and the business was happy either way. Now, Claire being Claire was not going to let them leave the business, so I reignited all nine people and they all went on to fulfill their own ambitions and over that 12-week period had their own discovery into what makes them tick. So the people that would benefit from my book, because it's not just people who are leaders of teams, it's anybody who's interested in their own self-development and it will allow readers to have an opportunity to learn about themselves, um, to learn about others and use it to be the best version of themselves that they can be. So there'll be tools that they can use and as, as well as obviously reading my journey to success and my team's journey to success. And how can people f- find that book to buy it if they were interested in buying it, Claire? Okay, so it's available in paperback and um, electronically via Amazon. So just go to the Amazon website and search for Empowering Employee Engagement. It's also available to buy from myself, and you can contact me via my website, which is www.ascendocoaching.co.uk, and I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. So just send me a message. Just do me a favour, Claire, and spell Ascendo for me. Spell it out so people don't get the pronunciation wrong when they're trying to find you. Okay, so it's A-double-C-E-N-D-O. Perfect. Claire Cale, always a delight to spend time with you and talk to you, and a really useful insight into executive, individual, and team coaching. Um, Maybe we can catch up in a year's time or so and talk about some more of your learnings. Yeah, thank you very much, David. It's been a pleasure. It's time for the valuable tip of the month from DSA Today. In this feature, we share business and technology tips that have the potential to increase your efficiency, saving you time and money. Listen carefully now for this week's valuable tip of the month. Well, I think you're going to be mightily impressed by this month's business tip of the month. It's an incredibly useful piece of technology that allows your email communication to be much more impactful and effective. Now, according to various research sources, email read rates are as low as 25% in some instances. Of course, this means that 75% of the emails that we send out on average 
and not being read by the people that we want to read them. That said, email is still proven when it comes to converting a prospect into a customer, and email still plays a vital role in that process. So what is this month's tip of the month? It's a system called BombBomb. That's right, it's spelled exactly as it sounds, B-O-M-B-B-O-M-B.com. And you'll find the technology that I'm referring to. Just go on the internet and go there, BombBomb. Now, BombBomb is what I call video email technology. And whilst over the years there have been similar systems to this out there, many of them have had issues with the videos being viewed on a mobile phone. Now, as you consider video email, it's a remarkable statistic to say that approximately 80% of people are now reading emails and visiting websites from a mobile phone. So it's essential that anything we create as far as websites or any attachment that we we might want to send in an email, it's readable on a mobile phone. Now, the good news is that BombBomb have cracked that challenge. And whilst the art of sending a video using BombBomb from a desktop computer is easier than their two applications on Android and app, both work pretty effectively. Now, I believe that the BombBomb software will be particularly useful in the people industry of direct selling. As I'm sure you all know, it's an industry where people bump into each other in the supermarket, they exchange business cards at a network meeting, and then, in the days that follow that first meeting, the usual inevitable text message, perhaps the connection on Facebook, maybe a Facebook messenger, and in some cases, the information is sent via email. What BombBomb allows you to do is to stand out from the crowd. Remember that people are getting bombarded with emails now. So to make the system work, all you need to do is to log in, which you can do from a computer or from your mobile phone. You simply record your video, pop in the email address where you want to send it. You can even write text beneath the video. You can tick on two boxes that will notify you then when someone's actually viewed your video, and you press send. The person at the other end then gets a really good quality video. They get to see your happy, smiling face. They get to hear what you want to say in your own words with your own facial expressions and your own charisma. This system is just a lot more personalized and a much higher impact than sending out a normal email or a text message. Now, as you might expect, a system like this is not free, but you can actually try it for free for 14 days, completely free of charge. I'll be very surprised if the people out there who are listening to this, who do try it for 14 days, don't actually go on to subscribe to the system. If you do fall in love with it, it's not overly expensive to subscribe. The entry level, I think, is rather reasonable at $39 per month. At the time this podcast was recorded, that converts to around about £29 a month in UK sterling. So if you like the sound of making yourself stand out through your email get yourself across to the website www.bombbomb.com that's www.bombbomb.com it only remains for me to thank you for listening to february's podcast and the wonderful insights from claire cahill the direct sign today podcast will be back towards the end of march and i will look forward to sharing more insights into this industry and hopefully by then the snow will be gone and the weather will be taking a turn towards the better You have been listening to the DSA Today podcast, the official audio show from the Direct Selling Association in the United Kingdom. Be sure to listen out for next month's episode. And why not follow our news updates via our Facebook page? Simply search Direct Selling Association UK. 